Chapter 54 of Fruits of the Spirit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by J. Reader. Fruits of the Spirit by Hamilton Wright Maybe. Chapter 54 What Can I Do? A distinguished surgeon said not long ago, if there is an accident in the street when I am passing, I go at once and offer assistance. If I can do anything, I stay. If I cannot, I leave. If I can do anything, no amount of blood or mutilation has any effect on me. I seem not to see it if I am at work. But if I can do nothing, I cannot bear the sight of blood. It makes me ill. This is probably a not uncommon experience with sensitive people. It is certainly a significant experience. In great peril nothing gives such poise and steadiness as having something to do which must be done on the instant. Very few men go into action for the first time without nervous trepidation, but when the order comes that sends them into the thick of the fight, danger is forgotten. To be halted or to stand at rest under a heavy fire tests the nerves of veterans. But the signal to move forward, even when it involves every chance of death, releases an immense and joyful energy. A man whose courage is known the world over said that he never had any sense of danger if he could do something. If living were a purely intellectual process, the position of the onlooker who had nothing to do, would be ideal. Detached from the turmoil and disturbance about him, he could study his age and his country with clear eyes and at leisure. This would be true if the eye were an organ complete in itself, if to see were simply to look. But nobody sees with his eyes alone. We see with our whole bodies, so to speak. Every use of the eye involves a mental process into which memory, judgment, experience enter. The whole mind sees with the eyes. Life is not an intellectual process. It is a vital process. No one can understand it who does not take part in it. Henry Ward Beecher once said that truth is not revealed to us to satisfy the intellect. It is given to us only so far as it is necessary to develop character. We know very little about the methods and ultimate designs of God in dealing with us, but we know enough to enable us to live upright, useful, and intelligent lives. The vital truths come to us as the result, not of thinking, but of living. Deeper truth is taught us by sorrow than by the reason. What we call the heart opens life to us far more deeply than does the mind. Words which assume the division of our natures into separate organs are necessary and convenient, but they are misleading if they give the impress that our natures are divisible and act through organs that are independent of one another. We are indivisible, and whatever we do involves mind and body, will, intellect, and heart. To understand life we must live, and we live not in thought, emotion, and will only, but in action. It is a deep instinct which makes every normal man and woman ask, What can I do? 
and that question is not left unanswered. There is always something to do if we are willing to do it, and do not insist on doing something else. Many think there is nothing for them to do because they are more eager to choose their work than to do it, as if the main thing were the kind of work a man does rather than the spirit in which he does it and the character he gets out of doing it. There is a share in life for everyone. There is work for every hand. If you think there is nothing worthwhile for you to do, read these words of Dean Stanley. Do something worth living for, worth dying for. Is there no want, no suffering, no sorrows that you can relieve? Is there no act of tardy justice, no deed of cheerful kindness, no long-forgotten duty that you can perform? Is there no reconciliation of some ancient quarrel, no payment of some long-outstanding debt, no courtesy or love or honor to be rendered to those to whom it has long been due? No charitable, humble, kind, useful deed by which you can promote the glory of God or goodwill among men or peace upon earth. If there be any such deed, in God's name, in Christ's name, go and do it. End of chapter 54